Why you gotta bring tacos into this? I love tacos. Exactly. So how is it the tacos' fault? Stripes and bright stars. This isn't gonna happen. Oh my God, y'all! <laughs> I can't believe y'all are talking to me. Frank Murphy, suck it up. Enjoy some wintering. <laughs> The singing of the Star Spangled Banner performed tonight by six-time Grammy Award-nominated rapper and artist Quitters Never Give Up. Repping for all of Quitters Never Give Up. Check off Christopher. Check off Jen Pasquarini. Check off Lindsay. Check off Hello, Drew. Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. Because I said Quitters Never Give Up, and he said, that's all they do. And the home of the party people it is quitters never give up episode 130 let's say hello to the quitters bean who do we have first jen was locked and loaded with something that she had been waiting a very long time to tell you hi jen okay hey party people um a very good intro christopher Mm. thank you i liked it Yes, the first couple of seconds was a little iffy, I think. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it. Let's uh, say hello to Lindsay. Okay. A woman named Lindsay thought it was a joke. She remembers thinking, no way, this is real. Uh, that's pretty much the beginning of the intro right there. <laughs> that's kind of how it went. Mm-hmm. Let's say hello to Edwin. 1931, and funny man Edwin rehearses his new show, The Laugh Parade. Edwin, you got another show going on. Oh, those days doing the Laugh Parade in 1931 were great. <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> Let's say hello to Drew. <laughs> and now, here is the star of the Price is Right, Drew! How you doing, Drew? I'm, I'm doing great. That was a good one. I'm... Oh. You should be proud of that. <laughs> You're on fire today. I know. I, that's right. I had two two names, and I had to find one for you. And I thought, Drew Carey hosts The Price of Right. right? That, that's going to be an easy one. That's going to be well, one. Well, well done. And, and, of course, I'm Christopher Rosales. This is weird. We had a Chris, I think, on the last episode from Quitters Never Get Up. I give up. I think he did your personal news. We got another Chris, this one from Australia, presenting his effort for us here today. What? Good day, mate. That's as, that's as good of Australian as you get from me. There's shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> the dingo ate my baby. Oh, dear God. Oh, you cunts. That's not how they talk in Australia. You have to throw cunt in every other third word <laughs> and then tell them to fuck off. That's not what Paul Hogan taught me. Are you like quitters never get up? Is that our spinoff podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Why do people turn out? <laughs> Last night, I uh, spent a lot of time editing episode 129. There were an inordinate amount of moments. So many, actually. There were a lot. So um, there was a discussion of a certain topic that I want to send. I want to get Drew, um, who has not. I'm assuming you haven't heard this. I want to get your feedback on what you think. I am not. I'm blind. (laughs) I, I knew this was coming, but I am blind. So let's go. Let's start with this one. A moment with Kurt. It's on Netflix. It's it's kind of funny. It's a bit of a throwback to like eighties movies where um these rich parents hire this this woman, this younger uh, this college age, she's thirty, but she lies about her age to um go out with their son and sleep with him so that when he goes to college he's not such a big nerd. Uh, so it's a bit of a throwback. The scene in which she is is nude isn't played for 
because okay, she's trying to get the the kid to sleep with her so that she gets a car, and again, very eighties, uh, because she's an Uber driver, and um, with the scene and they're talking about, it's hilarious. It's the probably the funniest part of the movie, and it's not sexualized in any way because she she winds up fighting off a bunch of people in the nude because she's she's not a nerd like the the kid that she's trying to seduce. So I recommend going to see it. But uh, let's let's keep going with the clip. Um, I've already lost Jen. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment. With Kurt. <laughs> well said. What was that? I, I don't know. That was me explaining No Hard Feelings, which is a movie on Netflix starring Jennifer Somebody. Okay. I still forget her last name. Nice. Um, and oh, it's I gotta watch kind it. Kind of a raunchy comedy, and she's full frontal nude, and a lot of people were complaining about that. Okay, um, I'm gonna say this. Actually, this doesn't sound that horrible. The description of it was, but I mean, there was a, a movie. I think it was almost a Disney movie called Milk Money that was about a bunch of kids oh, yeah. that were going ahead and saving their milk money every day yes. to get enough of it to go pay a hooker to see her boobs, which they do, and then they set it up with the, they set her up with their dad. Um, to be the yeah, stepmom. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's a film. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. That's eighties, but yeah, I wouldn't fly now, but dear God, no, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. not a Disney movie, by the way. <laughs> I hope it's not a Disney movie. I, I, it's a it, touchstone picture yeah, movie. Touch which it, is it, okay. Disney. Yeah. I mean, it was made for kids. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it seemed to advertise for kids. All right. Um, and I will defend Chris by saying that I did tie two different moments with together in that so there was a little clarity in the middle that i cut out but mostly it was just an extended trickery terrorist type of moment i have 14 different moments <laughs> that i've compiled since the last time we we were all together but i won't play them all but i'm just gonna play this last one to see if drew can identify anything about what's happening here i'll try a moment with kurt it's like the Red Sox doing tributes to the Yankees and the Yankees just missing it, you know? Yeah. I, I, it, it, it's, it, it just blows my mind to think that K-Rock has just doesn't want any tie to the, to the past, even, even any, any tie, tangential tie or, I don't know. I mean, it was, it's a, it's a historic world famous station and it's, it needs to acknowledge its history. With Kurt. Okay, first of all, tangential. Probably the only word you use correctly, but that's in reference to what what were you saying? I have no Red Sox, Yankees, K Rock, World History, World Famous. Uh, I mean, it, 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 they're only world famous because a drunk British guy said to Richard Blay, the world famous K Rock, and they ran with it for like 25 years. Well, yeah. But they're still very popular, and they still have a rich history. The other thing is that it was we were talking about Dusty Street passing, and that KLOS yeah. and other stations mentioned her, but K Rock didn't. So it's they're like your competitor, the Red Sox. They have they have too much time trying to put Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, you know that's that's how that works. It's, gotta have my chilies. By the way, Red Hot Chili Peppers doing the acoustic Christmas. Who's Saw going? That. Nope. Never I'm been very busy. I can't make it. Never want to. <laughs> um, so we'll be peppering in a few more moments with Chris potentially in other episodes because there are so many. I don't know what was going on last week, Christopher, but it's there's some gold that came out of your mouth. Can we go to the flashback? Oh sure. yeah. Flashback. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. And this may be the greatest entertainment news story ever. And I, I, it's so good, I'm tempted to disbelieve it. 
Well, then I'm But in. I found it on sources all over the internet this morning. Thanks to one of the K-Rock listeners for tipping me off. The producers of Dancing with the Stars have just announced that they have lined up Heather Mills to appear on the show. <gasps> no! no way! That can't be true. That's right. The one-legged, soon-to-be Mrs. Ex-Mrs. Paul McCartney. <laughs> has signed up to be on the show and will be submitting her entire winnings and salary to charity, the animal charity Viva. She has been announced. That wasn't the joke, Pete. Some may think this is a surprising way for, for Heather to raise her profile in the U.S., but she's never been stifled by her disabilities, said one of her spokespeople. She is a great skier and a superb dancer. The 39-year-old former model has one leg. <laughs> the other one is prosthetic. Yeah. Still no word on who she'll be teamed up with. However, they're talking about uh, getting her a, uh, a male dancer who's uh, got no arms and no legs and lives in a bank named Buck. <laughs> <laughs> timing. Time timing. Timing. <laughs> a, little, a little late. Uh, there's another uh, male dancer they might team her up with who uh, has no arms and no legs, lives in the trunk of a car named Jack. <laughs> there's another guy with no arms and no legs who is under a bush named Russell. They're talking to... There's a, uh, a water skier with no arms and no legs named Skip. They might uh, see if he wants to dance with her. Right. There's a, there's a dancer with no arms and no legs who's all covered with oil named Derek. <laughs> Maybe seeing if he's available to be her partner. It has to be somebody with fewer limbs, though. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think that would make it much more interesting. All right. Well, they might just go with the guy with no legs. His name's Neil. <laughs> they do have a guy with no arms and no legs who uh, hangs on a wall a lot named Art. They're talking with... They have a guy with no arms and no legs who was, they found floating in the water named Duncan. <laughs> you could go all day, couldn't you? What time is it? 8.05. <laughs> no, really, I couldn't. Today's celebrity birthday is Kelly Who. Oh. Who? Kelly Who. Ralph would always go off on that stuff. It's hysterical. Did you know Heather Mills' middle name is Eileen? Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> We're have more of those coming up. All right. Who wants some more um, moments with? Yay! Yes. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. What kind of city is it? Is it a uh, tourist city? What kind of, what, what does it do? <laughs> a moment Well, it people sits, sits there right on the river and looks out. That's what it does. <laughs> Houses people. What's it known for? Oh, that's what I meant. What is it known for? Now what you said. <laughs> what's your city do? <laughs> Why didn't you ask? What's it known for? That I mean, it seems like that. Those are words that all would have come fairly what easily kind to of you. City is it? You could have asked. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. If I knew the answer to that, I wouldn't do what it. What goes guys? on in your city? You could have asked. <laughs> what does your city do? What does your city do? <laughs> well, he understood me, and he was Pakistani. Yeah, well, maybe that's why he understood you. <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad that uh, you've contributed a new moment with Kevin right. to the uh, to the long, long history of those. Because I feel like we have gotten to the point, and Ralph, help me out with this, that, that we're starting to take Kevin for granted. Absolutely. We don't realize what a broadcasting legend we have in our midst. He's a national treasure, and sometimes I think we all just, hey, all it's right. just Kevin. You know, we just see him every day. We don't think about that what he's contributed to the industry. I Brilliant. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been like the rest of the Beatles working with John Lennon, where, they, you know, everyone on the outside said, this guy is a musical genius for the ages. And everyone's like, oh, it's just John, it's just our pal. Yeah, and exactly. Now, sometimes you have to sit back and say, it's amazing the body of work Kevin has amassed over the years. <laughs> well, what did your city do? That was that was yesterday. But, I mean, it was less than a week ago that we had Rashida Jones on from the office. And, you know, a lot of people think Kevin peaked, you know, back in the late 90s. I'm telling you, Kevin's doing the finest work of his career now. I'm saying he's as strong today. He's like a, a, an athlete who has just hit a stride late in life, and he just astounds everybody. Uh, let's roll the tape from the office, check. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. Did you know that going into when you started on the second office, uh, when you were on the outside office, not the one, main one? <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. <laughs> it's like word jumble. 
I it is code. It is a code. I have a, a strange prism that all my thoughts go through, and then it just scatters the words every which direction. I don't know See, why. See, I don't think you could have even pulled that one off when you were younger. I think, no. honestly, you, net, you needed the experience, experience and maturity that you have yeah. today to be able to, to make magic like that. Yeah. Uh, how about, uh, we don't need ones? to keep going with well, this. Well, I'm just saying, it's stunning the amount of work that you've created in the past, <laughs> the past few years. You, I'm <laughs> telling you, I have, a pr I have a prism. There's some kind of weird thing that goes on where I know what I want to ask, and yet the words somehow get all jumbled up. I don't know. It's such a short distance from your I brain know. to your mouth, though. You wouldn't think that there'd be that much <laughs> but I've chance got a big head. Confusion. That's true. It's a little more distance. It does rattle around in there. Now, one of the things that I appreciate, uh, Kevin, uh, helping what, us out with what is, is the, don't we have something else to do? This is a tribute to you. Yeah. You should appreciate he, he this. Enjoy this. It's your Kevin moment. is is in show business, and he thinks of things the rest of us don't because, you know, we'll see the Blue Band Group, for instance, up in Las Vegas, and we'll think, hey, that's the Blue Band Group. But Kevin is the guy <laughs> who's willing to ask the tough, tough questions. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. We've got to get to the bottom of what in the hell is going on with this Blue Man group. These guys, they paint their faces red. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. I don't have an answer for what happened there. There's, wow. no, there's no word jumble or anything there. It's right just, in the name. It is in the name, yeah. <laughs> blue. And there's only one color in the name. Only one. Blue Man group. They're a group of blue men. Yes. And yet you insist that they paint their face red. Why would I say red? I don't know. I, I, I don't can't know. imagine. What about when we take we Kevin out on the road? What about, oh, yeah. what about Look, when thing. Kevin's in front of people? Here's the mark of a true, <laughs> a true champion. Sure, you can win at home. Sure, in your home field advantage, <laughs> you, can, right. you can rack up the big yards. But winning away, that's the key when you're on the road. And I got to tell you that there are college students over there mm. at USC who are still talking about the day Kevin came to town. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. This is the eighth day, which means the theme is eight milds making. Um, I'm sorry, eight maids a milking. <laughs> this is the eighth day. It means today's theme is eight milds. Got to stop drinking. That was, that was a uh, moment with Kevin. That was actually at UCLA. It was the UCLA USC thing, and we, oh, there you go. Okay, they were uh, serving me skillets, which is a yeah. skillet with a <laughs> frying pan liquor. full of liquor. Yeah. 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 Ralph, you mentioned earlier it's uh, your pal Mark Paul Gosler's birthday oh, okay. today. Okay, seriously. Yeah. And if I recall, Kevin did a very uh, touching tribute to Mark Paul some years back. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Uh, Mark, so you're gonna, so you're starting tonight, and are you a permanent, uh, permanent, permanently on the show? Yes. Hey, oh, tell. Right. By the way, if you see Botsko, <laughs> tell him that uh, we're so up to, uh, over there is is not anymore, right? <laughs> that was a moment. <laughs> That was a full-blown stroke. <laughs> it was. That, yeah. was. that was an embolism. You would think after the first one happened, I would let someone else speak, yeah, but I jumped right back in. Back off, man. <laughs> I don't have it today. All right. It's uh, 644. Hold on. We're going to take a quick break. I personally love the way that you make your own expressions. What are you talking about? about? You know, we have certain expressions that we use. It's the the cherry on top of the cake oh, or whatever, sure. that kind yeah. of thing. And you are so creative that way. You, you uh, take... <laughs> your own way and now it's time for a moment with kevin and we're going to try and do that but it's really difficult to get anything by because they watch us with a fine-tooth comb <laughs> we just hard to do watch tooth comb really that was a moment with kevin Right. Now, I, I have a request. Oh, oh yes, I right. Ralph Garman, obviously, is our expert when it comes to showbiz stories. Well, thank you. But every once in a while, Kevin will, will throw a little spice on top of a showbiz story. Do you guys remember when Tom Cruise proposed to Katie Holmes at the Eiffel Tower? Oh, oh yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 crystallized that perfectly, I thought. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. You gotta wonder if there were no cameras, if there would have, if he, he would have had to go to the top of the Eiffel of the wherever the, the tower to get the, you know. <laughs> that was a moment. <laughs> All right. He had Eiffel and tower, but he just couldn't put them next to each other, and that's access Hollywood is still calling to try to get him. All right, one more Listen. because Listen. we're gonna be we're, we're gonna be at the Honda Center yeah, tomorrow night for the the night at the Ducks. Right, it's gonna be night with the Anaheim Ducks. You're giving away some tickets later on. Is there anyone who comes to mind quicker when you hear Anaheim? I'm Ducks than our man Kevin. I mean, seriously. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Is that so? He doesn't. It's are you common. a regular duck fan? You watch all the time him? <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. <laughs> 
Hey, everybody. What's up with Kevin? I've been a big fan, long time, Tim. <laughs> Those are always good. And remember, kids, he's in two Hall of Fames. Two of them. Yes. <laughs> Hall of Fame, Hall of Shame. I don't feel so bad Alex. anymore. I mean, right? The ones, the ones from earlier weren't that bad. Well, we still got more, so I mean, don't say that yet. We we haven't even gone to the level they just went on Kevin with you. Well, no. I mean, the only thing is, I I, I just got to go up from here, you know. Bring me into the Hall exactly. of Fame. Yeah, it's, it's, like bad, it's bad wedding photos. You take a photo looking like shit, and then you can only go up. It's like, wow, you look amazing now. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it for the flashback. Excellent. Do we have more moments, Lindsay? A moment with Kurt. This woman, speaking of Gen X and not knowing how to do anything, this woman, instead of finding, figuring out a way to... <laughs> Not make this as embarrassing as possible. Pulls the fire alarm so everybody sees her in all her glory. That's way more gratuitous than that movie that uh, whatever her name was. Yeah. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment with Kurt. Did, did he say fingering out this? Like, did I hear that right? What was it again? A fire alarm, something. Someone yeah, pulled, pulled a fire, a fire alarm. alarm yeah, she pulled something. a fire alarm. I thought it was like she fingered it out. I'm like, wait, well, <laughs> figured maybe. That's what I thought. That's what I thought he was going for. But it sounds like finger. That's what I'm like. Did I miss your day? All right, let's talk about pinball, shall we? A moment with Kurt. Yeah, I could imagine all the hookers sitting out there at the pinball museum, waiting for the the whale to come by. <laughs> uh, um, so a couple of things. With Kurt. So it's always great because at the end of most of these moments, Jen usually either giggles or says, right, just kind of like in the Lisa May format. Uh, let's see. But that one made perfect sense because the joke before it was Edwin got all the, the hookers at the pinball museum when he went. So Yeah, but... It it, that that moment was 10 seconds of you getting that sentence out. I'm just saying. Oh, and Jen's gone, which is funny because there's a clip of Jen leaving, you thrilling yourself, and then Jen coming back. But that is a two-minute moment that we will revisit another day. Why not now? Jen just got back. It's, you know, okay. it's a lot. All right. Let's see here. So, uh, uh, Roundup? Podcast Roundup, yes. Podcast Roundup. Podcast Roundup. Spooky, scary skeletons. Shivers down my spine. Nailed it. Ow! 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 <laughs> you get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue. Janky. Podcast. That's dumb. Uh, that's dumb. But then you had a little beat to it, and it's kind of cool, right? No? No? Right. I think Dave needs a gen. Just to giggle and say right, right after everything he says. That'd be awesome. Um, speaking of Janky Town, Janky Town is alive. Alive. Oh, it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. That was just for Edwin. Um, <laughs> I'm loving that. <laughs> Janky Town was back. It's been over a month since the last Janky Town episode, so I, I thought it was dead. But how long? Over a month. A month. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dave gives us a reason why possibly it had been so long. It's kind of weird. For, or this is something I thought that I would never, ever talk about for me personally. Uh, something happened a couple of weeks ago that uh, I never thought would happen to me. Um, I kind of had an anxiety attack. Now, yeah, it it was weird because... I will be honest, I, I was uh, at work alone and, you know, 
work is work, and this is kind of like the first time. No, it's not the first time I've had anxiety, but something to the effect where I kind of got crippled by it, and it was an unfamiliar feeling for me. Now, it was weird. Um, have, has anyone ever had imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is the condition of feeling anxious and not experience success eternally, despite being high performing in external objective ways. This condition often results in people feeling like a fraud or a phony and doubting their abilities. So yeah, Dave had a pretty bad panic attack. It looked like he's suffering from imposter syndrome. Uh, he spent a long time uh, discussing his anxiety. It it was a quite an interesting take, and um, he had to have a lot of his coworkers come and help him out, talk him, uh, you know, and assure that he is not um, an imposter. I guess I don't know how that works. I I understand the syndrome, but I didn't know. I don't know. He didn't quite relay clearly, just like me, what um, what they said exactly to make him feel better. But uh, it's a good listen, and then he goes into some Halloween stuff. But, um, yeah, Janky Town's back, everybody. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Speaking of Halloween, Ralph was discussing um, an old Halloween tradition. Go out there, be safe, yeah. make sure to x-ray your candy for straight razors. And so many razors. And pins. And, and like uh, needles. Needles. All sorts of bad shit. All kinds of stuff. candy. Do you ever know anyone who actually found no, anything bad never, in any candy? Never, ever. Well, I always wonder if that was a, uh, a. Uh, I think it was just a way to old for wives' tale. Parents or... scared children so they just wouldn't start eating the candy right out of the bag. Too. Maybe, but when I was a kid in Philadelphia, yeah, and maybe it's a regional thing. Okay, the local hospitals would volunteer. You could bring your candy by, and they, and they would, would look e at. They it? would X-ray your candy. That seems excessive to see if you have. Any it seems really well. It is Philadelphia, so in there. who knows what they're doing? They're probably throwing. Or screws and nuts toenail clippings yeah it's philly that's what you would expect <laughs> but they would let local hospitals say bring your candy by kids and we'll x-ray it to make sure there's nothing dangerous it's like a waste there. of resources for the hospital to mention you're you're eating a uh, a zag nut full of radiation when you're done maybe, which may be more dangerous than a straight pin come by we'll make your candy glow now that i think about it edwin jen do you remember glowing candy you remember having to do uh, that? No, we never did that. Only when I went to raves when we had the glow sticks and I tried to eat those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Edwin. Well, we were lucky. My neighbor across the street was this old man named Tony. He was single, I think very religious. Both his sisters were nuns. So on Halloween, we'd go across the street and he didn't just give us one little candy bar. He was like, go in there and dig with both hands and get as much candy as you can. So our first trick-or-treat was always at his house. So we got loaded up pretty quickly. A stranger from the church with candy? Very my neighbor. I was thinking, was when did you neighbor. go down to the basement, John? <laughs> it was just my neighbor. <laughs> All right, let's move on from this. Let's move on from this. Uh, also for Halloween, it was the return of Ghosty. Are you there? If only there was some way to know we were getting ready to do a show, you could have done all of this ahead of time. It didn't start clicking until it just turned on. And there's mm -hmm. something, I don't know what's going on, but it's, it's like, sounds like a bomb. It's just like. Maybe Ghosty finally caught up with you. Oh, I hope so. Took a while. Took a while yeah. for him to get all the way across country. I don't know how ghosts move about, by the way. Do they just mm -hmm. have to walk like they did in life? Or can, can a ghost hop a, hop a train like a hobo? How does it work? I mean. We really talking hobos in this day and age? I respect it. Hobo ghosts, ladies and gentlemen. Coming soon to a theater near you. I can't wait to see that movie. Oh, I man. I hope they get Ralph to say, damn you, hobo ghost. Oh, I just picture a ghost with a little, little bindle. Just walk into the train. It, like the Haunted Bindle Mansion guys, like they got the hobos, all, you know, that thing. It's just, that's it. They need their own spinoff movie. That's what we that's call it, yeah. Hobo Ghost. Hobo Ghost. That would make a great rockabilly band, too. Hobo Ghosts. I saw um, them open at the Troop. Yeah. 
I do like Bean always gets into minutia, if you will. Like, how do ghosts move? Can they fly? Do they have to walk? <laughs> or be a hobo ghost? <laughs> it is an interesting physics kind of thing to figure out how ghosts get around. Considering there was that one ghost in England that was dating Marilyn Monroe that they had talked about on the show. Uh, so it's it's just really interesting to think about. More interesting things to think about. Frank gives us all tips on how to grab people's attention. When they when they cremate you, everything burns. They cremate embalmed people. They cremate unembalmed people. They cremate you in a body bag. They cremate you naked. They cremate you with clothes. They can cremate you in a cardboard box, a wooden casket. Everything burns except your skeleton. When they open the door, there's a recognizable human skeleton in there, and everyone goes. <gasps> Oh my gosh, I know I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that either? No. I guess I've been to the crematory, so I know this. What do they do with the skeleton? Well, they break it up and they get a, take a rake <laughs> and they stick it in there. And they, the skull usually explodes during the burning process. So it, it cracks in half or into three pieces. But the, the ribs are recognizable, the arm bones are recognizable, the leg bones are recognizable. So they're all brittle. So they put a rake in there and they go crunch, crunch, crunch and break it all out. And then it goes to the pulverizer. And now those are the quote unquote ashes are your pulverized bones. That's thanks for watching everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> this was on the topic of how to get the board's attention at a board meeting. Um, because of the speaking <laughs> engagement, he started talking about cremation and they all gasped. So he went on another two to three minute. Tangent. That was a ride. I'll tell you. I have more, more cremation talk if you want it. No, 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 no I'm, I'm burnt out. <laughs> file, Drew. That gets an award, not a file. All right, uh, let's see. Another podcast that's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You're welcome, Edwin. Just, uh, <laughs> Oh, so judgy is back. I was going to say Judge Drudy. Oh, so judgy huh. is back. <laughs> they brought up that list of first dates, the, the, the list of what women choose not to go on a first date. <laughs> Lindsay. The list of places that women would not want to go on a first date, where Cheesecake Factory was number one. Uh, a lot of people were talking about it. Anyhow, they were trying to describe the parameters of what is valid on the list or not valid. I'm going to say it's not valid because that is a loud place. You're not going to be able to get to know someone at a Buffalo Wild Wings. So you're saying it is valid? No, I'm saying it's not valid. Not valid means you don't agree with them. Valid means you agree with them. Wait, hold on. Valid means... Oh, I'm the difficult one. No. I am the difficult one. You're saying it's not valid. You're saying that their argument is not valid. I'm saying I don't agree... Hold on. Now you've got me confused. Because Hold you, on. we agreed that Wingstop is valid. That is a valid one that... that that they shouldn't go to. Right. Okay. So you're saying Buffalo Wild Wings is not valid that they it's okay to go. No, I'm saying Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't agree that it should not. Well, wait a minute. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Gee, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Like okay, okay. Then... Yes, it's valid. Excellent work. I Glad love those back. two. I and love another moment that. with yeah that's great <laughs> we need to judge if she's crazy or not I heard that and then I just reheard it I still didn't know what she's trying to say <laughs> maybe well, we can see... just have a spin-off of this podcast that is a moment bonus with all of the moments that we're going through judging oh so judgy there you go judging. yeah that's good cool. all right the next portion of the podcast roundup is you got yet people in Florida Exactly. Kevin and Sluggo bring up the Florida Man Games. There's going to be a new event called the Florida Man Games. It is an Olympic-style event featuring people like Florida Man. And we have the organizer. Hey, Pete, how did the uh, idea come about? Uh, you know, we're sitting around talking, and I'm thinking, what can we do to let people live the life 
of a Florida Man headline. You guys know how crazy these Florida Man headlines are. Oh, yeah, some of our favorites. And what are some of the games going to include? And So my favorite game is the Evading Arrest Obstacle Course. And the reason <laughs> it's my favorite is because we somehow talked our sheriff's office into giving us some real cops what? to take the Florida Man contestants. Really? I guess it's good practice for them, too. They said they are sending their fastest. I mean, they <laughs> describe these guys as rabbits. So our contestants <laughs> are going to have a tough time. It's going to be exciting. Please tell long. me that they're going to be tased. Uh, you know what? I brought that option up to them. They said there were legal reasons. Oh, boo. Florida Man, do we need legalities? <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> First of all, how do you give a person the Florida man experience? It's called meth, crystal meth. There you go. Florida man experience instantly. Secondly, I thought for a second that this was Bruce Endicott because he sounded so pompous when he was talking about it that it just seemed so weird. But uh, Florida man games coming soon. Oh, I'm going. I'm going. That that sounds fun. You just get yes. yourself some meth. <laughs> Try not to get tased. Well, I was going to say, one of my buddies lives down there. Like, you know, so he's like, he is Florida man. Oh, you, trust me, we'll make the news. <laughs> Florida, man, that's the worst superhero ever. Well, the guy was pretty funny. He was talking about, too, they're in their Coliseum, which is an above-ground pool. Yeah. <laughs> I approve. More Florida. The band Creed is having a resurgence. Creed is everywhere right now, Allie. I don't know if yeah. you know that. Resurgence. Huge resurgence of Creed. Yes. Not only is today episode 448, which is the area code for Tallahassee, Florida, which is where Creed came from, right? Last night, the Texas Rangers won their first ever World Series. Who do they credit that to? The band Creed no. has been their locker room inspiration this entire season. <laughs> the players get together in the locker room before the game to sing higher together, yeah. but it has become a huge crowd sing-along there at the ballpark where 50,000 people are belting out a Creed song. What's happening? What is happening? And they're now back together again and are going on a huge tour in 2024. Another reason to hate baseball in Texas. They bring back the Florida band. You want to know a weird fact? What's a weird fact? I had to look this up because someone posted a meme and I was like, this can't be true. But it said that the Rangers did not lose a game since Creed announced that they were coming back and going on tour. And I looked back at the thing and it's it's factual. Basically, like Creed said, we're back. And then they won the series. Um, well, as Scott Stapp said, it's good to be the king. Creed was played on K-Rock, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, arms wide open, yeah. you take me higher. My you prison. can take me higher. It was a dark time in the 90s. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, <laughs> really bad. That impression is just as good as your Stone Man one, Drew. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have Creed's new track, if you guys want to hear it. The <laughs> recording. How great is male ass? Classic. Love it. It is. Uh, you did that whole story music. just for that drop, right? Yes. Speaking of new music, the Beatles have a new track. The Beatles' final song was released yesterday. The much-talked-about Beatles song that was cobbled together with an original recording by John Lennon. Just him in the, at the piano in his home mm -hmm. was given to the three remaining Beatles by Yoko Ono back when they were doing the anthology records. Ringo came in with some new drums. Paul came in with a new bass line and new backing vocals. Anyway, everyone's talking about it. A lot of different reviews. A lot of people have strong opinions about it. I'll let you judge for yourself. Here's a little bit of the what was will now be the last Beatles song. For the we watch were so gallantly streaming and the very different direction for the Beatles and, and that AI just brings back the, the magic excellent work how many of you were thinking I was going to do the Yoko Ono thing 
<laughs> uh, it, was, it was in my mind. Next time we do a joke like this, you got to pause and we'll all predict what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And that's the podcast roundup. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week 12. 2012. I gotta be honest. I didn't understand a single, not one single word she said. Welcome, everybody. We're doing the week that was October 29 to November 3, 2012. Let's start off with some Taylor Swift news. This was when her album Red came out. And you guys know I'm a big Swifty now. So this was interesting to hear her talk about Red. Her album is supposed to sell a million, 1.1 million, which is absurd. Um, That's crazy numbers for the this day and age, isn't it? And she titled her album Red to symbolize the ups and downs of love. Aww, somebody Taylor knows a lot about love. Somebody explain that to me. Well, how does Red represent it? Well, it's I, your uh... heart. It's your heart. It's your, your bleeding. What does that mean, you're bleeding? Because you're so sad. Because <laughs> someone broke your heart. Oh. <laughs> you know. I'm glad we we have a girl on the show because I don't understand it either. I don't know how red equals whatever she's trying to say. Love, it does. Yes. Well, yeah. If you're if you're sending somebody a Valentine's Day card, but how does a song called Red mean love? Like it seems it's just weirdly literal. I don't know. There's a lot that's going on with Taylor Swift because she's on a whirlwind media tour right now to promote this new album. And she's talking about a lot of things. And I think it might just make more sense, Kevin, for us to go directly to the source. And I believe, oh. well, I believe we have Taylor on the phone with us right now here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hi, Taylor. How are you? Oh, my God, y'all. <laughs> I can't believe y'all are talking to me on the phone. Okay. This can't, this, oh, this can't be a surprise. We didn't call you out of the blue. I think. I'm so surprised. Okay. We had it set up. I mean, you oh. knew. And, and by the way, you've done a million interviews this week. It's just. I can't believe I'm talking on the phone. You've never talked on the phone before? Oh. <laughs> That's a painful noise, Taylor. Right, Taylor, uh, we're curious about the title Red, how that means love, the ups and downs of love. Well, here's the thing about love. Okay. Okay. What was that? Oh, what sorry. happened? I'm you not, okay? I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> No, oh, please don't do this. Oh, jeez. Taylor. So the album. Oh, Taylor. Why does this have to? So, it's going to be a long call. The whole point of calling the album Red was, oh, my God. Oh. Okay, I promised I wouldn't do that anymore. Let's go to the next thing. This was when Steve Nash got traded to the Lakers. The problem was Kevin's mom's a huge Phoenix Sun fan and hates the Lakers. So Kevin had to tread carefully, but he decided to give her a call. Just just call him to make sure you're okay. She said, uh, well, this is how she said it. I hope he gets a ring, but I'm not going to watch. <laughs> well, it's funny She's a good that you, fan. Should, you should be telling that story, Kevin, because we took the liberty of getting your mom on the phone, and she actually joins us now from her home in Phoenix. Oh, my God. Here on the outset of the NBA season 2012-2013. Hi, uh, Mrs. Kevin. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to your mom, Kevin. Hi, hi Mom. Hi, Kevin. How did you go? How did you come today? I'm fine. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear it. So, uh, go ahead. We were just talking about the Lakers and your love, oh, your love of that team. I don't, I don't love. I don't want. I don't love Lakers. What? I, I'm a Suns fan. Long time. I watch all the time. Them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. right. The, the Suns are your team. And your your son was telling us how sad it was for you to see your favorite player, Steve Nash, traded away. It, it's like it's like you catch a fish. And it flops around on the – it's like a fish out of water. <laughs> Kevin, now you know what it's like when we try to talk to you on the phone. Was I exaggerating um, how upset you were? No, because I, I, I just hope the, the coaches the, – the other coaches' tips. What? I just, it, I'm, you're a person I don't know your name. <laughs> I'm your son. <laughs> It is not hard to see where Kevin got it from. 
Are are you surprised, Mama Kevin, that your boy made a career out of broadcasting? Is that the last thing you would have expected him to go into? I, I, he's, he's like in the Blue Man group when they paint their faces red. <laughs> yeah, he's, no. he's, yeah. he's like they are. They're very talented. <laughs> I, I want a good son. <laughs> Not going to happen. I, 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 I just, I don't think Steve Nash, he's not going to want to spend much time with those Lakers in their dressing rooms come here a couple wow. couple years. This is the greatest hits. She, she's, she's you, Kevin. You're her. I'm insane. sorry. I had a couple of granola bars this morning, and I, just, I don't feel so good. Oh, oh, oh Oh, sorry about that. I forgot that was in the middle there. That's oh, a great imitation by a Ralph. They should have brought that character back more. Oh, that that, that that's like the just ultimate mix down of Kevin. Yeah, that's Kevin's greatest hits, like they said. Mama Kevin. They had Mama Bear Mug, Mama Mugs, but not Mama Kevin. Let's do the uh, Halloween open, because Bean always does a great job on the montage. Trick or treat, smell our feet, give us something good to eat. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Tulare County in California has passed a law barring sex offenders from decorating their homes and handing out candy to children on Halloween. Kids are a little bummed out because you know those guys have the best candy. Give me some chocolate or I will cut you. Die, 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 I say die, 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 I mean die, 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 and die faster. Kill them from the ground, kill them from the sky, then go die, you zombie bastards. Certainly glad we all decided to celebrate Halloween. Last time I had this much fun, I was pinned down in a foxhole by the North Koreans. And now... I've got a story so scary, you'll wet your pants. Too late. Our feature presentation. Yeah, uh, the beginning clip and the one about being pinned down in a foxhole, that's for Freaks and Geeks. Great show, everybody. It's yeah, on I Hulu. Look it up. I always try to watch the Halloween episode every year. Let's go to a contest here. They were giving away tickets to Mumford & Sons. And I got to thinking, is that the strangest band that was ever on K-Rock? I mean, seriously, banjos and Little Lion Man. What do you guys think? Weirdest band ever to be on K-Rock? I don't know. I still think Squirrel it's Michi. Yeah. Well, that's a good one, too, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, just, they're more hipster. They had their Mumford beards and they, their Mumford style and their Mumford rhymes. It's It was just a Mumford band. That's true. It was a Mumford <laughs> moment. Okay, let's play the contest. They were giving away tickets to a concert and... To a breakfast with, so they were doing tons of Mumford. Anyway, this contest is name five things in 10 seconds. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play the intro, and then you just jump in. So let's start off with Drew. This is yours. All right. All right, let's meet our first contestant. This is going to be Frank on line one to get us going here. This will set the uh, set the template for how the rest of them are going to do today. Hey, Frank, no pressure here, buddy. You ready? I'm ready. All right, breakfast with Mumford and so – hey, we Too haven't soon? given the category yet. <laughs> Too soon? Breakfast with Mumford and Sons, of course, makes us think of breakfast. So listen, 10 seconds on the clock. Your category is delicious piggy byproducts. Name five foods that you get from pigs. Go. Bacon, sausage, ham, uh, uh, bacon, pork chops, and uh, pork rinds. Nice. Yeah, I couldn't get that one either. I got to four, and I was stuck. Okay, it was a hard throw. I guess I had to go Mexico. Yeah. Okay, let's see how the uh, the caller did on that question. Bacon, uh, uh, pull, uh, pull um, I don't know what he's. Pork. I don't know, but it was already ten uh, seconds. Yeah, we had uh, could have been sausage or pepperoni, ham, hot dog, spam. There's a lot that comes from the pig, Damn. but I'm sorry, you will Damn. not be in the drawing. Thank you for playing, though. <laughs> you know, bacon. <laughs> he did with bacon. He had bacon on the brain. I always have bacon on the brain. Okay, next up. I shouldn't give this to Christopher because it's going to be too easy, but I am. Christopher, I like how he said spam afterwards. Like, yeah, spam, yeah, spam. Spam, spam. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, Christopher, here's yours. 
One of Mumford & Sons' most recognizable sounds on their records is their banjo playing. Here's your category. Name five other stringed musical instruments. Five stringed musical instruments in ten seconds. Go. Cello, lute, harp, um... What was the banjo? We can't say banjo, or is we can't sure, say banjo. banjo or banjo? Uh, still string guitar. Uh, That's ten seconds. I think he made it. But I got five. <laughs> you spent the whole time asking about. You spent like five of those ten seconds asking about the banjo. The banjo. I'm going to give it to him. Now listen to the uh, caller. She is on speed or something. Violin, cello, guitar, bass, viola. Wow! Yes. Was that was that five already? I think so. I believe it was. <laughs> well, congratulations, Ed. You're in the you're in the drawing. That was unbelievable. Who's ever done it in like two seconds? Are you a musician or something? I play the guitar. I used to play the violin. Wow! wow. You were the you got the right question at the right time. Yeah, she did not pause at all. That was very impressive. Okay, I'm going to give this one to Lindsay. Here's yours. Oh, God. All right, Noel, playing for breakfast with Mumford & Sons and tickets to see him at the Hollywood Bowl. As you know, the band that will be joining us here on the Kevin and Bean Show soon are from Jolly Old England. Here's your category. In 10 seconds, name any five members of the British royal family, past or present. Good luck. The Queen, Kate Middleton, uh, Princess Di, Prince William, King Charles. Well What's done. the name of the Queen? Yeah, Queen's kind of generic. No, the, the Queen. She's been the Queen for queen the longest Elizabeth. time. We I'm know. so sorry. I'm going to give it to her. Queen what? consort. Oh, shut Stop. up, Christopher. You didn't do it either. Queen yeah. little bit. Like, I mean, can we, what, which one name do you want? Queen little bit. Let's see how the caller did. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, William, uh, Harry, uh, Diana, um, and... Uh, oh! Prince Charles, Prince Philip, uh, Kate Middleton. She got Sarah four. Ferguson. That's so much better than I would have done. Yeah, she got to four. I think four seems to be the number where people get stuck. I was just thinking, couldn't you go Queen George the first, Queen George the second, blah blah blah? Weren't queen? there a ton of King Georges? Yeah, <laughs> there are queens. There, but there definitely <laughs> weren't any Queen Georges. <laughs> the bishop. She could have. She would have lost the game. The pawn, the knight. <laughs> Let's go next up. This is yours, Jim. All right, Andrew, so far, Taryn is in the drawing. Let's see if you can join here talking about Mumford & Sons. Their breakthrough hit here on K-Rock was called Little Lion Man, as you know. Here's your category. In 10 seconds, name five other types of big cats. Big cats, 10 seconds. Go. Bobcat, mountain lion, panther, jaguar, and a lion. Fantastic. Ta-da! <laughs> well, I, I wanted you to have that one because you own a pet store. I'm sure like everybody brings their lions in all the times. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's see how the uh, <laughs> color did. Cheetah, tiger. Um, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could let you <laughs> Grace under pressure. <laughs> Not really Grace under pressure. He just gave up. But it was very funny. <laughs> He, he knew it was over. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> okay, we got one left. And I brought it in because this is my favorite of all the uh, the callers. Uh, let's see. Who should I give it to? I'm giving it to Drew again. Drew? Let's go. Let's do, uh, let's do one more, shall we? All right. This is Michelle that, to determine if we have a drawing or if uh, Tyrion or Taryn or whatever her name is wins automatically. Okay. Oh, bring it. I got it. All right, bring All right it. Michelle. Good luck. Mumford okay. & Sons, of course, one of the world's most popular rock bands, but their name sounds like they're a furniture company, right? Here's your category. In 10 seconds, name any five pieces of furniture. Sofa, chair, couch, desk, uh, stool. Fantastic. Literally everything in your background. <laughs> yeah, just look in your background. It's all there. Yep. Now listen to this uh, caller. She's really good. Oh my god, Yes, she got it. She got it. I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. I didn't understand a single, not one single word she said. You missed wine rack? She said, and B's like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, there was a lot in there. You could have had a dresser, futon, cabinets, love seats. There's a lot of furniture, but you came up with five of them, so you are in the drawing. I think she just kind of scared Bean, so he just gave her the bell every time. 
<laughs> he just that runs from loud country. noises. He's just like, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. You win, you you're win. You're in, you're in. Just don't hurt me. And 2012 is when Disney bought Lucasfilm. That was the big story of the week. And so they had Darth Vader come on, and Ralph did a really good Darth Vader impression. Uh-oh. Kevin Bean. Darth why, Vader? Why is my voice so low? <laughs> We've wondered that the whole time since the franchise began. I heard you talking to Yoda. Hold yeah, on that's right. I have to adjust this. Okay. <laughs> this Omar's on vacation, is he Darth Vader? Oh, going. man. No idea. <laughs> this is going well. Yoda said we should fire a beer mug. Any thoughts? I find his lack of talent disturbing. As do yes. we. Yes, I'm with you now, there. Now, Darth Vader, what do you think about the Disney acquisition of the Star Wars franchise? I'm upset. How that, come? That George didn't give me the heads up before he sold the company so I could buy Disney's stock. Oh, oh yeah. that would have been a nice. good tip. Yeah. Insider trading, though, isn't it? Use the market forces, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like Yoda's broke and now you're broke. This is bad news for all you guys. It is. I hope I'm in the next film. Because the other films did not portray me properly. Oh, really? What was wrong with them? In fact, I just finished watching The Phantom Menace. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, I... Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> not again. Come on. How can you even vomit through the helmet? Come on, Darth. No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. That was too good to keep. Too good to keep away. But those of you keeping count, which is me, they did the vomit gag three times that week. <laughs> Kevin and B knew how to drive a joke right into the ground. Okay, this is very interesting. I'm just going to play it as it happened live. Can I start? Me? Would you mind yes. if I started? No, of course. Okay. We're having a meeting, I don't know, a month, two months ago. Yeah. After the show, and Bean tells us something, and it's so crazy and out of it, what anyone thought about Bean that I started laughing. And the more I laugh, the more I realize I shouldn't be laughing because being serious. But I, I couldn't stop because it's so hard to get your head around the fact that Bean's not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold okay. How, how shocking could that re revolution be? Uh, it's very. <laughs> Jay Moore just tweeted, I've never been speechless in my life. Wow. Yeah. Bean, tell him why. Well, you're you're very kind, and now the pressure's on with a setup like that. But what I told you in the office that day, and it's something I hadn't been able to mention for uh, weeks leading up to because it had not been officially confirmed, is that I have decided to help a friend out by donating a kidney. And the friend is somebody uh, who many longtime K-Rock listeners know about because he's been working for the radio station for a long time. And we've made fun of him for years because he has the worst hair in show business. Scott Mason joins us <laughs> in the studio here on the Kevin Bean Show. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the Kevin Bean Show, man. Hey there. Is friend remember. a little strong, Bean? No, Scott and I are absolutely friends. All right, just checking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we wanted Scott to come in today because uh, this is the first time that we're talking about it. And the reason we're talking about it is it not only is it happening, it's happening soon. In fact, November the 13th is the day that Scott and I will both be wheeled into hospital rooms uh, next to each other. And then we'll be taken out to surgery. And then I give a kidney and it goes into him. I've really never talked about this on the radio all these years that I've had uh, issues. Well, that was part of it is that... Um, I told Bean later after apologizing <laughs> for, being, for being such a dick. Um, I didn't really, because Scott never talks about it. So I had no idea that he actually was on a waiting list for how long? A long time. Um, I No idea. It, it, it's it, at least a couple of years this time. This would be my second kidney transplant, yeah. by the way. So I you got to slow down, man. You're just, you're burning through them. Right. I'm, I'm collecting. Yeah, that's how we found out that Bean was donating a kidney to Scott Mason. It was a very strange time. A very nice thing of being to do, actually. You guys remember hearing that back in the day? Yeah. I, I actually remember hearing this live, like this exact moment when he, they came on the air, brought it up, because it was it was unknown to that point. And I was just like, holy crap, like, that's amazing of you to be able to do it. It was interesting because being the way he explained it was, I have two kidneys, he has one. So, or he has none that work. So it was more of a math problem to being than being a good friend, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, here's something you might not know. Um, 
about the time that Moyer and I uh, had our parents, we bought them to help them buy this place, moved in here, we met the neighbors who they had an infant son who was currently on dialysis with pre, uh, he had kidney failure from the get go. And one of the things that they were running into is this waiting list. And so I got checked out because I'm O negative, which actually puts me up for, yes, I can donate, but because I'm diabetic, I can't. But because I couldn't donate the kidney, they still would actually have at the time were pumping me out of my blood and banking it for him so that my fresh O negative blood would work for him. So for about four years, I used to have to donate blood pretty much the second I was able to, like the hospital called me go, today's the day, come. And I'm like, <laughs> so like, yeah, and I, I did that because of Bean and the story with Scott Mason. That's yeah. amazing. It is. Yeah, it was very interesting because I, I listened to the whole thing. I cut it down a lot, but uh, Scott Mason took us through what it was like for him because he had already got a kidney. I guess if you get a cadaver kidney, they call it, that lasts about 10 years. Yeah. So he had been at the end of that life cycle, and he was asking his relatives, trying to find someone with a kidney, and Bean popped up, and he, he donated his. So here's a little bit of uh, Scott Mason talking about it. I think I you're a medical mess. changed every once in a while. I think you're a medical mess, and I wonder if I'm giving a good kidney to a guy who's going to die anyway. Because it sounds like you got it strikes against I, you, Mason. I, I, I will die, but hopefully a lot later than I was uh, than the plan was. So when there. Bean called you and said he was thinking about it, you said, "What have you done with Bean? Put him on the I, phone, I, yeah. right?" I was like, "Huh?" But, <laughs> I, I was I was shocked and and, and and so shocked that you can't even it, it's hard to and I've told Bean this before and I, I've been you know I've been through this for months now so much less emotional than I've been that time but I said you know I, I tried to express to him and of course his wife because you don't do this alone it's a family question right. and it deals you know you, you, all of a sudden now you have less. Um, you know, less organs than you did. I, I have one extra. He has, you know, he he has one less. Um, I think she's looking to, you know, often. Yeah. Should buy some more insurance. <laughs> You'd be fine with her. Hey, I'm just glad to put an organ in anyone at this point, to be honest. It's been slow. If I could. No, um, look, let me say this seriously. If you're just joining us here on the Kevin Bean Show, our friend uh, Scott Mason is in studio right now. He's had lifelong problems with his kidneys. He doesn't have any that work right now, and I'm donating a kidney to him, and that's going to be happening on November the 13th, and that's what we're talking about here. So I will be uh, off a little bit in the next couple of weeks, hopefully no more than that. You know what he's going to be off for? This is a deal breaker for me. Right. Bean's going to be off for Miss Double December, the whole thing. Oh, I hope to make it back. Time. I hope to make it back for at least for the pageant. At I that hope. point, I go, Scott, sorry, friend. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. But, but let, me say, yeah. let me say this before we have to take a break and then come back more on this topic. And, and that is, you guys have made fun of me for a long time for not uh, being emotional, for not having a, an emotional side, right? You I mean, do that's, not. Yes. That's accurate. You do not have a heart. It's a good thing he doesn't need a heart because <laughs> right. he'd have to go somewhere and, else. Because I, I have to agree that I am more analytical than I am emotional. I, I like I, as I often say, I am a robot, not a unicorn. And it wasn't a big like emotional decision for me to offer my kidney up to Scott. It really was just. It was a math problem for me. It was you have zero. And I have two. Well, why don't I just give you one? Yeah, give yourself some credit, Bean. That's a big deal to donate a, a kidney to a guy. Seriously. So yes. they kind of talked about it during the whole show. I like this one. This kind of fits in with a, a celebrity birthday this week. How hilarious is that, that I'm the guy with the perfect health, by the way, the guy who's never exercised a day in his life. But the truth is, I don't smoke. I don't drink. What I do don't you do? Drugs. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good Adam Ant <laughs> shout-out. It was his birthday this week. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. And there's uh, being the healthiest man in the world. It worked out for him. Since he's never done anything fun in his life, he had healthy kidneys to donate. Okay, last up, let's land this boat. They were going to do a call-in about you dated a friend's ex. We have you dated a friend's ex and that ended your friendship with that person because you were dating his or her ex mm. uh gerard butler and uh, leonardo dicaprio are going through that right now yeah that's where it came from wow. <laughs> I say that again. So good. leonardo dicaprio yeah kevin had been out late at a galaxy game so the whole show he was in rare form now here's the interesting thing that happened during the intro to the show 
And I'm like, oh, that's going to be a moment with by the next break. No, it's because Omar was on vacation and no one even noticed it. So they'll bring it up next week. I'm sure I'll bring in more clips of that. That's an all-timer there. And that's the week that was. Back to you, Steve. Excellent. One more moment for Drew. One more moment. Yay. This features the whole group. He just didn't remember who actually performed it. You forgot the band's right. name. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I was just thinking, what's the name of that band? Yeah, what I is it, Edwin? Remember. Oh, shoot. It's some jazz, like, quartet. Lexington. I don't know. Oldsmobile. Yeah, exactly. Samsonite. Jen? Jen, do you know? Uh, is it Lennox and Hendrix and... Oh. Mm, I don't know the last one. It's Lambert, Hendrix, and Ross. Lambert. She got one name, right? That's more than I do. <laughs> right? Any idea what that is referring to, Judge Judy? I okay. First, I was like, it's city names, no. And then I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's about country music. I don't think know. about think about the holiday that we are celebrating. Just celebrated. Thanks. Just celebrated. Halloween. Uh-huh. Uh is Halloween an anagram for that group or something? I, I, I have no clue. I'm thriller. It's the singers singers from Halloween Spooks. Oh, never would have guessed it. Chris, land this boat. What? Oh, we gotta end, right? Okay. <laughs> this has been Quitters Never Give Up, episode one thirty. You guys all have a nice time. You don't, Christopher. <laughs> wow. All right. This has been Quitters Never Give Up, another fantabulous episode. Uh, we'll see you guys all next week, next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.